Hello, uh, I say, I'm a random British explorer, and you're listening to the Map Report, a wonderful resource for all sorts of explorers from Great Britain and the Isles. What? Whatever do you mean you're not an explorer? This is outrageous! How dare you listen! Let my home back in Omaha See if I can make it out in the world And I got as far as Wichita Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore Lost all my friends in Los Angeles And I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for You sure you're ready? Well, if you're ready, and oh Russ God. is ready, and Clea is ready, then here we go! Welcome to the Red Report, episode 23! What's his name? March 29th, 2006. Welcome. Everything's okay when Greg says welcome. <laughs> that allows, that's when I go to my happy safe place. That's is, is when I do that. Uh, so we want to welcome everyone into the Map Report. until it does. That's right. We want to we want to welcome everyone to the MEP report. And again, we have a three-person MEP report today, and it is involving myself, my beautiful wife Clea, and um, my good and I'm not going to call him beautiful because I just think that's sort of weird friend Russ <laughs> out in California. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and we're all here. My beautiful and, uh, other friend. The guy who's also there, but not necessarily. So um, yeah, so we're we're here, and we're uh, and we are here for your listening pleasure and we want to thank everyone for coming here in fact we want to thank a few people today especially uh right russ we want to thank our first confirmed emailer fan uh the guy who is not a friend of ours we never heard of him before uh and maybe you can explain a little bit about who this guy actually is and what um, his deal is something rather momentous happened this week to the uh, the members um we received not only a fan email but a submission uh in audio form and <laughs> Before I play it for you guys and for our listening audience, I want to say there was some debate among the Meppers as to whether we should actually play this clip because I don't really know how to describe it. The only analogy that I can think of is, as much as you might want to hear it, the voice of God can be dangerous to human ears. Yes, yes. And <laughs> That's we're true. not sure that our listeners can process what they're about to hear. That's true. And furthermore, for us to discover such talent randomly and anonymously off the internet would basically render the entire professional recording entertainment industry obsolete. Yeah, and that could be a problem. It's in the interest of the recording industry not to let this clip be aired, actually. Um, exactly. You know. This man's talent is incomprehensible. He somehow encapsulates the ability to describe the pop culture mindset yep. of youth yep. today while just sort of impromptu incorporating things from our show at the same time. I couldn't believe, when I listened to it, I couldn't believe that he had just made it up off, off the cuff and sent this in to us. I was totally blown away. I think this guy is destined for stardom. I know, think it's kind of... Cent. I think it's kind of um, postmodern. Watch think, out, really, because... I agree. Exactly. He's like I, 75 cents. He's like it. 50 cents plus a quarter. 
we're going to edit it in so it'll sound more professional for people listening. But just for you guys, I'll just play it through my speaker so you can hear it. And Excellent. Again, this is just randomly sent to us. We did not solicit this, and I don't even know what to call it. I'll just let you listen to it and judge it for yourself. Although, wait, there a, wait a second. Greg did, Greg did like, every... You, you can't you can't really say it's unsolicited because did, you, know, you guys have been giving Greg a bad, bad time about like the past. <laughs> That's a good point. Every good week, point. every week for the last like month, he's been saying, "So send us emails, send us stuff." So, I mean, this you know, is I, the I, first I just, boulder at the to top of a mountain. First, you make the boulder. The next thing you know, you got a rock slide. We have the beginning of our right, email rock slide. I'll change unsolicited to, to desperately, desperately solicited. How about that? Is that better? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Hey, I didn't solicit anything. Desperately solicited email audio submission. I'm going to play it for you guys. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Felix from the BLT Repair Podcast, the only podcast that tells you to RTFM. And I just wanted to say, what's up, fellas? And you're doing a great job. Uh... So, uh, you want to fight, come fight me. I hit you with the blow. Uh, uh, see? I get dirty after dark. I treat you like Spielberg. You get your ass kicked in the park. You don't believe me. The proof is in the pudding. Been a boy in the hood way before Cuba Gooden. I dribble rhymes like basketballums. You call me eight shack team extra tallums. I lean to the Statue of Liberty when I get tired. Hey, yo. Why is that stomach something or other? He's getting tired, Shaq. All right, guys, later. I mean, I love, I love how it ends incorporate. with. He's just like Shaq. I, Let me just throw that in there, Shaq. I know for the layperson, it didn't sound like much, but when you really go deep in there and you analyze each specific thing that he threw in, it was just, it was like a patchwork of. African American cultural references. It was. It was like a postmodern cry. A, a postmodern cry amazing. to our fractured existence. I agree. Especially, you this notice at the one point where. Blue when he, Russell Simmons deaf poetry jam right out of oh, the yeah. water, right there. No, absolutely. Their whole show like the, out the window after like what the part, he just did. The part where he was talking about the pudding, and he could have pulled out Cuba Gooding because his name is Cuba Gooding, but he actually took out the last G because he was just like, I defy standard rhyming conventions. So it became pudding like Cuba Gooden, and he cut out the G because that's that's the real move, you know, when he's actually shifting from what you would expect from a standard rap to the postmodern cry to our fractured existence kind of rap. Uh, well, this, it's the I, I was saying this is what happens when you hear perfection recorded. It really makes you question yourself, as you know, as fellow recording people who, who do yep. our own radio show. Uh, I mean, I, I don't even know how to live with myself after listening to something like that because I know I can never create at that level. I'm just basically the Salieri to this guy's Mozart, you know, from now on, and that's going to be which means that you have to, to like. Deal with. According to Amadeus, that means that you have to, like, do some kind of odd conspiracy to get rid of him. Like, you have to pretend to be his father, and then you have to, like, stress him out, and then make it so that he, like, composes a requiem for himself, and then dies at the age of, you know, 30-something. Did you ever actually see the movie Amadeus? Yeah. Because that was wrong on every count. What? <laughs> well, the thing is that Amadeus Every was not twisted the exact opposite. Amadeus was not accurate. No, it's not. Oh, it wasn't. Salieri wants it wasn't to like get rid- accurate either, but that was not at all. Amadeus. No, Salieri no. wants to all get right. rid of Amadeus and wants to get rid of Mozart he and pretend to be his father. Oh, wait, well, no, actually, he yes, sends he a guy. He dresses up as his father. <laughs> yes, he does. Jeez. Right. 
<laughs> You're like, that's wrong at every point. He requiem for Except for every point. <laughs> well, Except he writes a requiem yeah. for his father. Yeah, he doesn't right. think that he's doing it. That's what he's supposed to be doing. But the overall point okay. here that's is good. that this guy, oh, and this guy's name is, um, I can't remember exactly what his name was again, except that I know that he does the, uh, he does a tech repair podcast, and I actually listened to it, and uh, it's it's pretty good. Like he, you know, he's he's kind of quirky, and he's sort of offbeat, which means that we have no connection to him at all because we here at the Met Report are neither quirky nor offbeat, so we don't know what he what he's all about. But anyway. Well, okay, um, wait a second, so. uh, Greg. I have two problems with what you're doing right now. Okay, what's first that? of all when I voted to <laughs> when I voted, of course I have no vote, but sometimes you know I like to give my opinion. Since, you're like the you District know, of Columbia. We got your sense in the Senate. Right. That was what it was. <laughs> <laughs> the equivalent of Washington D.C. Right, right. Comedy without Thanks. representation. That's what we're Thanks. all about here at the Meppervoir. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, when I cast my zero percent vote, I I said that I thought we should mention him, but I didn't think we should plug him. But then what you just did is, first of all, you plugged him, but you didn't because you can't like give give his information out and then not say who he is. You should at least say who what his name is, or at least what he said his name was. To give him credit, you can't just say, so here's this great fan, I don't know who he is, I forgot, I think he has some podcast somewhere. All right, well just for you my dear, I have just managed to find the email that he sent to us, and this is where he is, he actually runs BLT Repair, so he actually fixes bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwiches, (laughs) bltrepair.com. Uh, and I still don't know exactly what his name is because it's not clear to me that he says it okay. here. Um, he's just, right, he's, he, I think, I think his, his name, name is Felix, he actually. His name. I think his name is Felix something, no, maybe. No, uh, no, it's not Felix. His email was Flex something. <laughs> no, no, I'm looking <laughs> at it. It says Felix. It said, no, on this page, it says Felix at blah, 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 explained by Felix. Oh. His name's got to be Felix because it and says so explained by Felix. That's, that's ingenious. Again, yes. this guy is so far ahead of me, I could never <laughs> anticipate his next move. So I anyway, so anyway Felix, I'm we want to thank you. A little intimidated. We want to thank <laughs> you for sending us something. We think that you ought to put a link to us on your site since we've given you a huge plug at this point, although I don't know what kind of a plug it is. I think if you get some people who are looking for you to fix their sandwiches, then that's probably our bad. But otherwise, we, um, we want to... <laughs> thank you for sending in your email oh. and if you would like for to be like felix listed then send your emails and mp3s to us it's great for those of you who are wondering rtfm um which he he cites in his thing i believe i'm not proficient in lead speak i'm a novice but it's uh read the fucking manual i think i think that's what it is so <laughs> i see i believe that is our rtfm i see i wondered about that so, so is his- that some of the helpful advice he gives is to read well, yeah, the manual. BLTs, in case you're wondering, is you just you know you're lacking a, a BLT schematic of some kind. You know, I have bacon and I have tomato and I've got lettuce, but what do I do to make this into a sandwich? Do I take the bacon and the tomato, or do I just use the lettuce by itself? RTFM. Oh, copters. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, so it's good. Right. It's good. We have people who are sending us stuff, and good. we and we really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So that's good. So. Yeah, so that's what's so, going on, and, well, yeah. and Russ, Russ is back, so I, welcome back. I, I'm, I'm back. I was sick last week, and I'm very happy that Clea is here because I think her soothing presence on the show is going to be necessary today to sort of counterbalance my nuclear anger at other things that have happened this week, <laughs> which are related to things that usually make me very angry, so I think that you already know what I'm going to talk about. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. So I canceled my J-Date subscription. That's Aww. done. I, shot, I took it out back, and I shot it in the head. Boo. I shot it in the head. 
Oh, that's wrong, man. I, I know it made for great material, and as a comedian, I hesitated because anytime you can get a consistent way to have horrible things happen to you and make you really angry and frustrated, that's just like a wealth of infinite material. And so why would you stop that? But I actually couldn't take it anymore. So I had to give up my wealth of infinite material. I see. I see. The, the experiment is over. I did it for two months. That's, in case anyone's wondering, that's 70 bucks to J-Date in their pocket. Okay. And for 70 bucks, it was a great experience. I, I got shunned twice. That is, two people who have vowed never to speak or contact me ever again in their really? entire lives. Nice. Which is, I think, very efficient. I mean, for 35 bucks a head to be shunned, yeah. I mean, think of how much money we're spending on the war in Iraq right now to make yeah. these people hate us for all time. What like have we got? Like, of dollars. What have we got? Like six billion people and, on yeah, the planet the, right now? So basically, you're down to five, exactly. nine, 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 nine. I mean, send me to Iraq. I'll get it done for 35 bucks a head. How much money are you going to save on your military expenditures? They'll hate us. You know, they hate us anyway. Why Can you imagine, money? Russ? And I think, Russ you walks know, in the middle efficient. of Baghdad, and someone comes up to him and he's like, I will kill you. And he's like, no, you're not. I'm on jaded. He's like, I will shun you instead. He's like, one down, many to go. Welcome to Iraq. <laughs> That's very good. So, so okay, what I, caused you to, is, to cancel it, though, specifically? Oh, Jesus, God. What caused me to cancel it? Specifically. that it's... A, okay, my problem with... Well, sort of on a larger scale adult dating, but definitely adult dating in Los Angeles was L.A. is notorious for having people just be really shallow, and everyone says it's impossible to meet people in L.A. This is just okay. common knowledge. They say, don't even try. Don't meet people in L.A. I don't see how to interpret that any other way as saying there are really crappy people in L.A. It's not like there's a wealth of wonderful, intelligent, funny, wholesome people, but you just can't meet them because they hide in closets, okay? No. What, it, what that saying is saying is that L.A. is full of jackasses. There's just no other way to interpret you can't meet people in L.A. other than the, the whole populace is a bunch of jackasses. And I'm okay. slowly finding that I, I'm having a hard time arguing with this. I would love to be able to. I would love to defend L.A., but I have no ability to. So basically what I found J-Date to be is nothing more than me walking into a club. You know, I could go to Miyagi's or the Saddle Ranch and do the same exact thing, which is like people look at you, you look at them. If you think they're hot and they think you're hot, then you hook up. Any other level of interaction is completely irrelevant. And J-Date is exactly the same thing. I mean, the only difference is you have a paragraph about how you want somebody compassionate and charming and witty and understanding and stable and helpful, but right. really you just want them to have an $1,800 headshot as their picture that not only shows them looking gruff and mean, but with like a subtle undertone of inner melancholy that makes you really want to love them. And that's really what I, I was missing. I do not have $1,800 headshots that show me to be this way. I'm not a You do have some shots actor, that make you look therefore, gruff, though. I mean, you can look gruff on occasion if you need to. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think I'm no, you know, uh, Greg... I'm not a mutant, okay? I'm not like, you know, Quasimodo putting myself up on J.D. being like, why won't anyone date me and look at me? I'm, I'm hideous. No, I can like, ring bells. You know, I think that I... <laughs> exactly. Is this where you're going to start talking again about the fact that anyone just yeah, has yeah. to be with you for a little bit and then they no, no, start no. loving you? Right. I, I'm going to try very hard okay. for this not to be another episode 20, which, which I, I, I don't personally <laughs> ever want to listen to ever again. As much as I liked it, I don't want to listen to it. Um... Yeah, so without going there, and I thank you for, you know, for preempting that, I just, it's all completely shallow, which makes sense in the context of L.A., but for me to pay 35 bucks a month to have people be like, I'm not even going to talk to you for five seconds because you don't have an $1,800 headshot, 
it brings me to the level of nuclear anger that I'm used to from J-Date. And then combined with the fact that two of the girls that actually spoke to me were so out of their mind insane that they shun me for the rest of their life. And I want to talk about this shunning thing because, I mean, I consider myself a pretty tolerant person. Things have happened to me in my life where you might consider shunning somebody, but I've never done it. Like, I got the crap beat out of me in seventh grade by three guys. I got jumped by three guys while I was playing football, and they beat the hell out of me. And these guys all ended up becoming, like, friends of mine in high school, okay? I can give you many examples of this. I had a friend visit from out of town from Brooklyn when I was, like, 14, and we had a girl over who I had, like, a crush on for the longest time. And he ended up hooking up with her downstairs while asking me to stay upstairs while he stole the girl away that I liked, you know, and me just sitting in the house while they hooked up. And I forgave him. I didn't shun him for the rest of my life. In college, I had a girlfriend who I was going out with for a year until she was in a play where she played the wife of some guy, and that was confusing enough for her to be okay cheating on me with this guy. And I forgave her, okay? I'm a pretty forgiving person. So when I'm having a conversation... On J-Date with somebody, and they're like, you weren't witty and funny for five seconds out of the ten hours that we talked, and therefore I'm never speaking to you again. I, it just doesn't compute, and it makes me very angry because it, it makes no sense. All right, clear, clear. And, okay, and well, it, let's see. it leads me to believe that yeah. insane people are involved. I'm no, sorry. Russ, again, I'm talking you have to much. remember what... <laughs> yeah, no, no, All no, in! No, too late! All in! <laughs> All right, Greg? Sorry. Greg? I beg your pardon. Greg? I'm sorry. Greg, Greg, Greg. Greg. I fold. I fold. No, Russ. <laughs> yes? Rush, rush, I know you have some rush. thoughts on, on episode 20, Clea. Well, I have thoughts on episode 20, but let's start with episode 23. <laughs> which I guess that's what this is. That would be this. You're forgetting, you're forgetting, right, exactly. You're forgetting that that medium is different than normal friends interacting. You had re- First of all, you had relationships with all these people. So first of all, there might be an expectation of forgiveness that there wouldn't be on, in the relationship or lack of relationship that you have with these people on J-Date, okay? Second of all, people are only wait, wait, so what you're saying is, J-Date. I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused on this first point. So you're saying that basically these people are, have no expectation that they should treat each other like human beings since it's on the Internet. That's what you're saying. Well... Really, you can't break my points up like that. That's going to make me look like I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so you're going to have to shut it. I just want a little clarification. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, I understand you want clarification. Don't try your voodoo logic puzzles with me, Russ. All right, I've got okay. some voodoo. Wait, did I miss right. a Jedi mind trick that Russ tried to use on Clea? That would have been awesome. No. No, 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 no. These just, aren't just, the words you're no. looking for. All right, so this is the second. Clea rejected my debate skills out of hand. Thing. She's just like, you will stop, and I will continue. <laughs> nice. That's compelling. <laughs> right. Because I'm going to answer that question. I'm going to answer that question because, yes, okay. again, I'm sorry, you, go might, ahead. you might think even though they don't have the obligation because you don't have a relationship with them, one shouldn't just brush people off. However, then you have to look to my second point of analysis. Uh-huh. All right? God. My second point <laughs> is that the reason they're going on J-Date is because they to suck. real oh, slick and dirty find people that they want to date Ooh. or uh-huh. maybe be friends with, but primarily want to date. In which case, they're going in and just going with the gut. They're not trying to foster relationships that maybe turn into friendships that maybe turn into dating, which is what it sounds like in 20 you said all your relationships are right. This is mainly <laughs> just going in and going with the gut to try to find people that might be it. So uh-huh. if... if 
if something is off, they don't want to waste time with you because they're spending, like you, $30 plus a month and don't want to waste time on you. Now, that might be stupid and not be might effective. Be. <laughs> but, it might be uh, stupid. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe very stupid. Russ, which is more stupid, Jade like, 8 or Dark Age of Camelot? Discuss. <laughs> Listen, I know how loves of my life work. I've had 18 loves of my life. And every time you have a love of your life, you know within the first five seconds, and they never say anything wrong ever within a seven-hour conversation. And that's just how it works. And I'm not going to start bucking the formula just because this one guy, who's clearly the best guy there, thinks that he can you know, be the one without with being friends first. That's and, just messed up. Exactly. And, yeah. and that's right. why I had said to you early on, Russ, I said, I don't think this mode works would be a good idea for you. Because this is what people Boy, do were you with right. this mode. Yep, she did say that. I don't that's like this do. mode. I can't take it. I can't deal with it. People don't... It's true. Every Okay. Everything that in the second and third point that you've said, whether justified or not, is completely right. Like, <laughs> they don't treat other people like human beings on J-Date. It is a meat market and it's not yeah. only, it's like a meat market with other qualities involved which is even weirder it's like a meat market for intelligent nice people that you're compatible with but there's no way for you to know that if you're just having a 6 second interaction and being like oh, well you didn't say the eight things I have on my list so screw you you're shunned for the rest of my life like what again, i just wanted to hang people, out jesus right because again though remember the people that are choosing this method the people that are choosing this method are people that either don't have time to do this in the normal methods that require face to face that require investing time that require um, trying to figure things out, investing time in a relationship. These are the people who want to cut corners. These are the people who want a quick fix. And so sure, these are the people, people, they're at Relationship McDonald's. You're absolutely right. And that's what J-Date is. Yeah, so these, it's, these, these are the people who are expensive Relationship McDonald's. That. Yeah, these are the people who need to RTFM. Like, I want my chicken they nuggets. They all need to RTFM. And even if my chicken nuggets have a bunch of nerves and they taste like crap and they're undercooked, then I'm eating my chicken nuggets because I have them right here. Bunch of so nerves. So screw real food. Ugh. Chicken okay, McNerves? So getting, you ever had, getting, that's the grossest image okay, I've ever heard of in my life. Okay, you know, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I just had to not, take a okay, moment Russ, to talk about it. Not only will we be sued by J-Date now, now we're going to be sued by McDonald's as well. You <laughs> Bring know, it on, baby. On I'll take them all on. I want your my Honor, money back. When my, that. I'm countersuing. Your Honor, when my client said chicken McNerves, he did not in any way mean anything. He was simply making a reference to J-Date. What are you talking about? I'd like to call my star witness, Clea Wilson, to describe what he meant when he said <laughs> Can I sue J-Date for causing the apocalypse? Because, I mean, seriously, like... I, I don't think I we'd be here if they actually had caused the apocalypse, Russ. And I think that's sort of... I could not imagine two spending small, money on something. Two small problems with that, Russ. Two small problems. Yeah. One, the apocalypse hasn't happened yet. Yep. And In my two, head. <laughs> J-Date didn't cause it. But other than those two things... <laughs> In my head it did. You're right on. Well, Clea. Right, thank you. Clear. maybe Both what you should do... One. What, what I'd actually like to know is um, we talked about the idea that because oh, a couple of people, bit, huh? well, no, the thing oh. is that a couple of people have talked about, they've listened to Russ describing in episode 20, which Russ doesn't want to listen to again, about, you know, this idea about why he thought it made no sense that the initial girl who shunned him um, wasn't interested in him based <laughs> upon the signals she had sent out which suggested that she was interested in him, and then she moved the other way. Now, Clea had an interesting take on this, and maybe if we find this out, this will give us sort of insight into what created Russ's personal apocalypse, which is maybe my... I think there should be a band called Russ's Personal Apocalypse, frankly. I think that would be the coolest band name ever, but anyway. That's a good band name. Good. Yeah, I like that. Definitely so anyway... Good. Well, the issue, though, is I don't know if I'm allowed to say what I'm about to say, because it gives you insight female to female knowledge. 
Ah, female excellent. psyche, and I don't know. <laughs> oh, nice! This is gonna be the most downloaded show right. ever. It could be like, download this episode I and find yeah. out the secrets to women. All secret of a sudden, we get a million hits per second. knowledge for free. <laughs> That's right. You win. <laughs> Notepads and paper, gentlemen. <laughs> Notepads and pens. Here we go. Ready, go. Carry on, then. Well, <laughs> the first thing you have to realize is that women, like men, they flirt. And they flirt even when they don't necessarily like the guy or think they might like the guy. They flirt oh, I like where this is going. purely as an opportunity, <laughs> purely as an opportunity of gaining some power or control within the relationship. Wow. Okay. First thing. That's that's fair. I'll accept that. That's fine. Okay. I'm not surprised. Second thing. Okay. What you have to remember is when you the way you described it, and I don't think that you thought of it this way, but the way you described it, you described it as if you guys had the evening, she went home, and, and didn't really think about anything, and then the next time she had contact with you was through the email, and she said, no, thank you. That's not at all what happens. What okay. happens is you dropped her off. And then, then someone knocked you out and took you to a warehouse. What happened after that was really bizarre. <laughs> the truth is out there, Clea. I woke up. Yeah, Why know, have I been surgically altered as a Romulan? And furthermore, <laughs> I will not act as consulate on your ship. I will not aid you in this mission. This is illegal. This and is all the Federation holodeck. hears of what you've done. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, jeez. And this is why men will never right, understand okay. Sorry. Women. We're sorry. I, I apologize. Carry on. So she, she was on the phone after whatever. She, as soon as you closed the door, she was on uh -huh. the phone with one or multiple girlfriends okay. talking about what happened. And as she would talk about it, the whole thing is morphed because it was her perception. We already know that her perception is skewed by the right. way that you've uh -huh. described her. Right. And then the way that it's like, you know, like... um like operator game where then they tell it and then they tell it back to her and she gets it all skewed and, and so she's worked herself up to the concept of no he probably isn't the one well then if you know why waste any time with them you're right okay it's settled good night good night see you at you know later at the pierogies or whatever but i mean <laughs> for pierogies so i mean <laughs> basically you're just arguing that her friend like the stupidity that i ascribe to her actually belongs to her friends. I don't really see much of a difference. Like, okay, so maybe she's not crazy. Her friends are crazy. Eh, no, 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 no. It doesn't make I'm me feel that much that, better. No, Russ, I'm <laughs> seeing that the process is crazy. Remember I said percep okay. perception is slightly skewed, mm -hmm. but then also the mm -hmm. process of rehashing and discussing it and girl talk yep. can sometimes throw people off course. Yep. But then you also have to work it together with what I said before, that she was going to flirt and say things just kind of out of maybe lack of comfort, lack of social skills that were maybe going to give you incorrect signals. So you disagree with my premise in 20, which is that a, a girl, if she was not at all attracted to a guy, had no interest in him, exactly. would mention things like, I would marry exactly. you if such and such. They would really exactly. do that? That's, that exactly. seems insane to me. That seems crazy. It's Why would they do dynamic. that? It's a way to get, because you get the guy thinking that you're interested. It's, it's, it's almost But isn't that what they don't want? Isn't the whole idea that you don't want some guy you're not interested in, like, being really obsessed with you and bothering you and all that stuff? It's a I mean, Why would you play. welcome it's that kind of thing? Because you also want, like, because so often in our life, for women in the society, we don't have power in relationships with men. So the instances when we can acquire it, we do try to acquire it, even when consciously we wouldn't think normally that we would want to do that. 
in the short term or long term, but it's almost kind of a, a natural thing that one does. I should mention, though, that, that I, I do want to talk later about the fact that I do think that she does have a personality disorder. So, I mean, I, I'm not saying she's not, <laughs> doesn't have issues. Oh, by the way, yeah. she's insane, absolutely. <laughs> Carrying on. I love how no, Clea is like, these are things that a I love how Clea is like, this is the way things work, <laughs> this is how women are. She's like, oh, and I forgot to mention and she's, she's also insane. got a personality disorder. Anyway, right, we'll be on. <laughs> Maybe I should have mentioned that at the beginning. Yeah, just up top. You might want to bring that up. You know, let me preface this by saying she's a nutcase. Now, moving on. I'm not saying she's a nutcase. You're saying she has a personality disorder. She just has a personality disorder, Greg. Yeah, I know. That's yes, true. many people have personality disorders. Well. And yeah. are able to function quite well in society. That's fine. Just... Except when they use their personality. <laughs> 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 At which point they're like, have some nuts. Hello, I'm nutty. Um, <laughs> they're like, may I bite your shoulder? What? I'm sorry, I was using my personality. <laughs> Let me turn that off. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> they have an emotion chip like Data. Everything is going to be a Star Trek analogy in this episode. Oh, no God. <laughs> they have an emotion chip. They turn it on. They're turning on personality. You know what I, was I gonna... love you more than life itself. What? I, I, whoops, I turned it on. My Sorry. fault, my fault. Well, you know what I was going to say was I have a personal <laughs> example of what Clea is talking about, actually. And this has not been brought up before, but I it's figure it's... a personal example between us. Oh, yes, absolutely it? it is, sure. That so um, here's the key uh, thing. I mean, it, this is This idea. is a good idea. This is something which bothered <laughs> me a lot, and I figure it's a good idea to sort of laugh at it. So about a year after Clea oh, and I gosh. started... No, not even that much. Probably about five, six months after Clea and I started going out. Uh, you know, and I thought Clea was really great and cute and sweet and smart and all these things that are obviously, you know, sort of objectively true if you know her. So I was, you know, whatever, and she calls me up. <laughs> this is going to be a great story. She called it's necessary to butter up Clea before <laughs> the story starts. <laughs> and she's wonderful <laughs> and honest, and I am unworthy before her sight. It was okay, because she's the most wonderful person in the world. In accordance so with the prophecy, and I am nothing before her. Right, okay. So she gives me a call one day. This is when uh, we were living, actually, I think this was when we were living in the Map House, or it was actually, no, it was the year before the Map House, I believe, or something like that. I don't okay. remember exactly what it was. But anyway, I was, I was still in... Uh, I was still, okay. you know, in my place. And she calls me, and it was sometime around April. I didn't remember when at the time, but it was sometime around April. And she calls me, and she's like, now, she's like, well, Greg, you know, what's going on? I'm like, what's going on? And she had this kind of odd tone in her voice. I'm like, well, what's wrong? And she says, well, you know, nothing, you oh, know. No, and no, then I'm like, no. well, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? Oh. What's wrong? She's like, well, so I kind of met this guy. And I'm like, you met this guy? And she's like, yeah, you know, I, I met this guy. <laughs> I decided to go out with him because, you know, he seems really nice and he's sweet and everything. So, I mean, at this point, you know, my, my stomach being on the floor, you know, I'm attempting to sort of gradually recover and say, okay, how do I, <laughs> here, here's, the, here's the apocalypse, how do I rebuild in the half-life of 10,000 years of radiation that remains? And I'm like, uh, well... If, if you were me, you would be like, I'll kill your family! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So what I did instead, this, this, by the way, has nothing to do with why people eventually shun Russ. The fact that he's like, kill your family, blah, you know, exactly. It's nothing to do with the other. Oh, yeah. For uh, the, anyone listening, that never actually happened. That's just an example of nuclear anger. Never happened. Just more, so you know. Never I, happened I, more I than once. I to kill people's stem. More than once, anyway. <laughs> so, I'm actually very reasonable, which is the thing. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, right. I'm so, not interrupting the story. So, uh, so I'm like, I'm devastated, and I'm just like, uh, um, um, and she's like, yeah, so, you know, I really... And I'm like, but I don't understand, you know, how and could... you're telling the story you know, 
all wrong. And, and I'm too. like, You're I'm like, all wrong. That, that's yeah. But since since <laughs> you actually had your mind surgically altered to pretend that it was different, so at the end of the whole thing, she's finally like, April Fools, and I realize that this is actually April first oh, that she's calling me on. Now my oh, reaction dang. to this that is. Busted. Yes, I thought so too. <laughs> now my reaction to this was not to be like wow. you know instant forgiveness. It was like, wow, that's the shittiest thing I've ever heard anybody do to anything else. I will now go and <laughs> you know bring my stomach, which is now dropped to the bottom of the hill of the condo complex where I live, and put it back in my body, and I'll be back in touch with you. Now what Clea said later on about this was she said, well, I was insecure, and my friend Shoshana sort of you know, goaded me on and thought it would be funny, and I don't know why. But I guess the point that I want to bring up here is that Clea is right on two counts, therefore, about what she said before, which is, number one, girlfriends are evil. My, my sort of modification to her suggestion would have been that, Russ, as soon as you left the house, you should have cut the phone lines to the house. That's the first thing that I would have done, you know, to prevent this conversation. Two, two... You know, when they want to get this power dynamic, they don't recognize the power that they have over men. See, because women think that when they do this, they're just equalizing the playing field. When in fact, what they're doing is they're equalizing the playing field and then adding five nuclear weapons pointed at your head. So they're like completely unbalancing yeah. it because men are absolutely incapable of either understanding or being able to handle this kind of a thing. That whole scenario that I just explained to you took me like a year to get over, perhaps more. <laughs> and it was just like the freakiest <laughs> situation ever. And so there was no power dynamic there. All she had basically done was like leave me a snivel oh, you know, sniveling God. heap of jelly in the corner. So that's... I smash your heart. Yeah. April Fool's. <laughs> exactly. I put it back together. Aha, uh -huh, wet foot. You know, like that's, that's the thing that really freaked me out. <laughs> The moral of the story is women in groups are ridiculously yes. evil. Women in groups? Do evil, evil. Don't put women in groups. Don't allow more than one if woman you in a group. At home and you see women attempting to communicate and assemble Stop a small group. Do whatever you can. Exactly. Act now. Stop oh, no, this from happening. No. Exactly. You put more than this one woman together happen. and all of a sudden you get, oh, I think what's a good oh. idea is to make Greg pretend that I broke up with him because Greg will certainly find this amusing and uh -huh. joyful. This will be a great story. We you tell around the campfire. You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, be careful, you guys. You're going to turn into, like, an American Taliban here or something like that. I don't want to go that far. It's true. Maybe they were reasonable about certain things. These <laughs> women are really sense. fucking evil. <laughs> Jesus Christ. While we're at they it. Were right. Yeah. All along. Why did they allow women to do things? <laughs> they just were sort of a little harsh in their implementation. But the idea of not having more than one, that makes some sense. But there is a truth to this. Like, when men get together in groups, men, like, people are always like, oh, men get together in groups and they talk about sex and... No, men generally, when they get together in groups, talk about sports, okay? Like, women don't enter into the equation. When women get together in groups, they talk about men oh, and, wow. apparently, how they can devastate their hearts. That's what happens when women get together in groups, so... I'll say that evil people, you know, do evil things, and that they're probably evil people of both genders. But damn, <laughs> to sp you know, go out of your way to mess with somebody, like, in any of these examples, is just, is just completely... Right. I mean, for me... I don't know how to be a nice guy either in the city of Los Angeles, which apparently does not compute with other humans in the which city of Los Angeles, to move back to or on J-Date. Either, I, I mean, like, what do you do? You can't, you can't, you can't talk to people and have a conversation because there's some crazy ulterior motive going on where they're getting ready to shoot you in the face for no reason. So, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, the human beings are out here beginning to really distress me. I don't know. Well, Clea, how would you go about then... Them? 
making an honest communication, you know, with a woman? I mean, you know, how how would you make it so that the woman is not going to flip out and devastate you the next second? Now it's like, getting interesting. How could he have avoided? How how could Russ how have avoided you? this? No. You choose your own adventure. If you would like to change Russ's, you turn to page eighty-seven. How would you change Russ's adventure for him? Honestly, you know, the way I would have changed is the way that you you guys wouldn't like the answer, especially you, Greg, wouldn't like the answer. Okay. The way I would have changed it is I would have changed the way he responded to it. Okay. When the way he, he should have responded to it is when she said, eh, no thanks, he should have said, ah, you're a loser. All right, good save on that one, Russ. High five, you know. He Great job. He should have said this to her openly? He realized... You mean he should have told her this? No, he should have... Well, <laughs> yeah, loser. Good <laughs> job. Nice a high five out loud. <laughs> just to one-up her insanity. High five to like, myself, ah, Russ. Yeah. Good, because I gotcha. knew you were a loser. High five, me. Yeah, down low. Okay. Woo, good job. Thanks, guy. You're welcome. Let's go walking down the street. Okay. Now who has the personality <laughs> disorder? It's catching. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this will be a deterrent to other personality disorders because they won't want to be infected by whatever it is that you actually carry. <laughs> Talking to yourself out loud. No, you know what? You know what? Clea's absolutely right. And there is a part of me that's like, okay, look, you've been shunned by two people who, shunned. if you'd gotten in a relationship with them, would have caused you immense pain over a long period of time. Yes. So yes. it's a blessing that, you know, nothing happened with either of these two women. But at the other token, I'm like, you know, I, I don't understand why they wouldn't have wanted to be friends, which could have been a fine experience. We could have both grown from the experience. I'm sure, you know, I would have been able to improve their lives insofar as they live in the <laughs> land of insanity and crazy and shoot you in the faceness. Oh, wait. And how oh, could that well, not be improved by hanging out with me? Oh, so. yeah, but Russ, okay, now, but this is a separate issue. This okay. is an entirely separate issue. Ooh, separate One issue. that is not gender-based. Ready? Turn your notebooks okay. over, okay. gentlemen. Part because two, a separate issue. All right, <laughs> Non-gender-based <laughs> arguments. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> This is a separate issue to today's society, but mainly I feel the West Coast. One of the reasons why I feel that I want to live on the East Coast is because I've had more instances of friends or acquaintances from the West Coast not following through on friendships. They're all good with the, the few times you meet them, the surface, they all say hi, they're very nice, they're very friendly. But then it, when it gets to the next step where they actually have to give and take and actually put something, invest in the relationship, that's when they just cut the relationship, i.e. They, mm -hmm. they don't respond to emails, before. they don't respond yeah. to calls Well, well we, yeah. we have to kidnap Story and, to do the MEP report every I mean, week, it's, otherwise it's, he'd never do it, you know? We have to give him a new location every time. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, shoot. I'm doing the MEP report again, I guess. Okay. Stop making me be accountable to my friends. Who does that? That's so gauche. So, I mean, that's a separate issue. One that I, that Greg and I actually, one of the things that we have in common is that we've both struggled with over the last, I'd say, 10 years. Yep. We're travelers, right? So if we had been in one town our whole lives we would have had a group of friends that probably would have been fairly invested in our relationship and we would have been invested mm -hmm. in theirs but being people that travel we have to have people that are willing to invest in relationships as much as we're able, willing to and i've had numerous friendships end because the people didn't want to carry i mean they didn't say it like she did but they passively said it i mean I, that's why i'm saying give yourself a high five at least she said it and you know you can let it go now but it's hard to do that I understand but 
passively let our friendships fall along the wayside. And I just had to, sometimes I cried, sometimes I would, I would get angry, sometimes I'd get frustrated. Um, sounds like a song. I, How angry would you go, get, Rob? <laughs> 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 sounds like a song. Sometimes I cried, sometimes I laughed. It was a good oh, song. Back as angry as me. <laughs> God. Seriously, like, over the last few weeks, between me being sick and losing my voice and being stranded in the apartment, which already makes me a little bit stir-crazy, and having nothing to do but speak to these insane, insane women on J-Date who just want to toy with my emotions and not, and, you know, shun me after I don't say something funny, like, this is, like, the sort of experience that builds a supervillain. Because, you know, every supervillain has to go through, like, some insane amount of trauma before they realize that the world is evil and it's their job to have revenge against everyone no matter what they've done because they're so mad and I, I, I finally am starting to understand I'm like oh that's why super villains do that it's because people are so fed up they need to die all the time <laughs> I didn't mean that last part I mean, I'm not quite there yet he's not quite at that point I mean. oh my god Russ as super villain yeah, how many super villains got have... their start on J-Date you know, like Magneto is just like, you know, the hell with now this, like, know. you know, it's not about Nazi concentration <laughs> camps for Magneto, you know, like the beginning of the X-Men movie. It wasn't because of that horrible event in uh-huh. actual real history. It was because someone screwed him over in J-Date and he no. was just like, you know what? Yeah. Time to become a mutant. And an evil one at that. And the third giant chunks of metal at you. Yep. How do you like that? That's right. Take that, Am I meeting your criteria now for the man that you're looking for? <laughs> Destroy your building! I'll give you an $1,800 headshot. Shot to your head! There you go! Am I powerful but modest enough for you now? <laughs> powerful but modest? <laughs> Cross your head! But wait, Russ, it sounds like most of the time what these girls were saying was that you weren't being, like, you weren't funny all the time. And because you weren't funny for, like, five seconds, do you think that's actually what they were thinking? Or was that just sort of a cover for what Clea said? Like, they talked to their friends, and their friends were like, he's too good to be no, true. Dump him that's now. that's not what they said. That's just what I interpreted. Like, the second girl, I'll tell you a little bit about what happened. Um, first of all, I was a little bit wary because she was at, like, the bottom of my age range, and the range that I'm using or was using was like five years in each direction. And so 21 to 31 is a very disparate range. Mm, okay, 31-year-old yeah. to 21-year-old is not the same at all. We should ask Leah about that. It's kind of weird for me to be at this middle, middle age where I have like extremely immature young college women and like mature 30s women in the same group. Mm-hmm. And that's very weird for me. Right. So I was talking to this girl. She was like, let's say, at the bottom of the range. But I was like, okay, she's going to be immature. But what I thought was, she was very smart. So I was like, intelligence sort of counterbalances immaturity, which was completely wrong. Right, that's I mean, not I true. don't know why I thought. They're just I thought better at being really immature. smart. Somehow that makes you more mature. Right, no. Yeah, no, that, that wasn't right at all. Right. Because she was so insane. We had these conversations over IM where half the time she would act like she was really interested and she'd be like, I'm going to show you pictures of bedspreads because I love bedspreads. And now you're going to be subjected to looking at links of bedspreads. Here, look at this taupe green bedspread that I love. And I'm like... I don't even want to start trying to understand signals that you may be throwing at me right now. I am so sick of trying to crack Wait a minute. the code of what yeah, but wait, wait, wait. I'll just look at it and tell you what I think. No, no, but stop right there. Let's okay. get let's get Clea's into, take on this. Okay, let's say you had Clea in your other ear like this is a Mission Impossible deal. Okay, so when Russ sees the bedspread... Here's another note. When Russ sees the bedspread... If bedspread conversation then comes what? up, you actually interpret it as... This means what, what Clea? Bedspread. Okay. What you have to realize is, in this day and age, you can look to a lot of commercials nowadays, what the American consciousness is founding funny is randomness. And women have learned that one way of seeming cute is 
seeming random, but it also is common in the email realm that people use this random form of humor. So wait. And so that's Jesus. what she's so, doing. Is she's like, so, what a so well thought out answer so, to some complete. Wow. So bed, that's amazing. Bedspread that actually a reason for that. Bedspread actually equals bedspread equals souffle. That's what you're saying. Or it equals melted clock. No, bedspread means. Oh, I'm relaxed and comfortable. I'm just perusing the internet while I'm talking to you. Oh, look, I'm so relaxed and comfortable with you. I feel comfortable just kind of talking about nothing because that shows that I'm cool and I and I'm not nervous or uncomfortable with you. I can handle it so much that I can talk about bedspreads. Isn't that random? Haha, <laughs> you know. Oh my god. These people need to be these people Russell need to be shot most furiously in his notepad. <laughs> bedspreads. We have figured out bedspreads. <laughs> bedspread moving on. We've cracked the code, right. Okay, so she talks about bedspreads. So go on. Yes. So good. All right. And, I mean, okay, that helps. That actually helps because we just had nice conversations. The only problem was that she, being very immature, would just be completely unreliable. Like, we'd be in the middle of a conversation, and then she would disappear for 45 minutes, which really pissed me off because I was just like, you don't do that. You know, you say I'm going somewhere. You say goodbye. You don't just stop typing and then be like, whoops, ha So I was like, okay, fine. So she's not that interested. And I wasn't even... Here's the thing. I think this is also sort of messing women up that I've been talking to on J-Date, which is that I'm not doing the extremely forward flirty conversation and, like, talking about how pretty they are for a half hour and how much I would like to... That's not how I carry conversations on over these things. And so I think this is messing the women up. They don't understand how to interact with me if I'm not talking about how much I want to... And so because of that, they're just like... It's just like short circuits, and they're just like, Boop, random, oh, go over here, make toast, stop, con- you know, no more conversation. Make toast. And so, I don't <laughs> Time know. Time for pierogies. You know, Coco, friend. <laughs> pierogies, bedspread. You know another thing? Random. <laughs> friend is friend is. You know another thing that just came to me when you are talking about that? What's that? This is, this is a, right. a theory. This is a theory that could be totally off. Okay. This is, a theory. this is Roman numeral D for those of you keeping score at home. Theory this by Clea. So informative. Here we go. Ready? This okay. is better than Dianetics. Ratings Go. so good. <laughs> Ratings and us equals good. Ratings plus Clea equals we are famous I, people. <laughs> I think that my theory is that there is no actually good-looking, charismatic, socially healthy women on JD. Or at least you haven't found them yet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think you should just stop with the first part. I think you should stop with the first part. I'm going to agree I with think, that. <laughs> I think all they are are somewhat homely or un- awkward wow. or whatever women this is brutal. that are familiar with this format, mm-hmm. but um, and so are using it as a way to you know it's like this is what I'm thinking of. The pit image that comes to my mind is. I'm doing the the Edwards thing right now. Okay, I'm seeing I'm seeing college campus. I'm seeing Renaissance Club. I'm seeing oh, the women are you talking in about Renaissance LARP? Club. Oh the, God, these people. So I'm oh, talking Jesus. about you, you know how the women in Renaissance Club are very confident and outgoing in those mm-hmm. clubs. Mm-hmm. Is this oh, is the email mm. equivalent. These are people, mm. these are women that are comfortable in this forum. And therefore, that's why they've come to this forum. And that's why maybe they're the women that don't mind if your 
flirting with him outwardly, saying you want to sleep with him, because they don't get that. That's anymore. not only that. So they don't. No, I'd even go further than that. That's that's really interesting. That that this basically is the email equivalent of people who like to beat each other with foam swords. Um, and it always looks like the same group of people, by the way, every college ever. Um, <laughs> but the interesting thing about that okay. actually is that I have actually had several situations where I've asked because the thing is they're not always homely. There's always one girl in this in these clubs who is shockingly attractive, and it makes no sense as to why she would be there. And it's because she's completely freaking nuts. And those people, if you try to ask them out on a date, <laughs> their reaction is always this kind of unbelievably I'm really into you I'm so interesting so attractive and then now it's time for me to go fly off and pretend that I'm a fairy or something like I mean they're completely they have no clue yeah. that they've basically more or less said you, you, I, I believe you could get these people to say go out on dates with you come back to your room open the door and then be like all right well that was fun and you're like what what did I miss what a like I don't think they get any signal so I think Clee is absolutely right about that I think that's stunning analysis from my wife. The only, I think it's it, it really enlightening. It, it explains a whole lot of things that have been happening to me and creating my nuclear anger over the past two months. <laughs> the one thing I would say, though, is that there are quite a few attractive women on J-Date, both attractive and stupid. And so attractive <laughs> and stupid definitely contradicts, you know, the idea that they're Renaissance Club type people because that's the opposite. And so well, I don't know no, what their I mean, role think... in it is, but they are definitely exist. I think that fits with Greg's addition to my theory that those are the attractive, stupid, stupid or cuckoo. Girls yeah, not stupid, just bizarre. Group. That's a better way to put it. They're just bizarre. Yeah, I mean it does make and sense if they're coming from a position of strength, being on the internet. Yeah. then that explains why they have no basic social interaction skills. Why they don't understand to treat people like human beings. They've all et cetera, et cetera. got. They've all got emails be, like have, you know. <clears throat> now we actually have a slew of theories to explain this. We have the crazy women in groups theory. We've got the uh, you you know so surgically altered me as a Romulan without me knowing theory. <laughs> and now we've got the yeah. uh, the Renaissance Club theory. So this is how. That's great. This is putting well, things no, in but I also said I also had the theory about American society today, and one of that is. And this is a problem that we've dealt with in, in many different realms. Greg, have talked, Greg and I have talked about this with respect to students. I've discussed this with coworkers around emailing at work. People do not understand that simply by email does not give you, that you're emailing using that medium, that it doesn't give you the right to be very flippant and yeah, uh, um, nonchalant and almost rude. Mm -hmm. People think that there's a particular way that you can talk and it's okay in email. And I am, and too. They haven't learned Instant messenger, that, same thing. They've created that I sort am. of, yeah. They haven't learned that, first of all, no, that's not okay, but second of all, email has progressed to the point that now it's a highly utilized mode of, of communication. And once it reached that uh, mode and that level, this flippant way that we maybe used to email back when I was in high school, you know, in 1993 when we first got our Unix. When I was in high school. Um, when I was a junior in college. That I was mudding all the time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was... Um, back in the day a certain way that we could do it. Well, it's not, you can't do it that way anymore. And people haven't understood that or, and or haven't accepted you, it. You know what this is? Now I know what this is. This is my punishment for being active in the VN boards community when I played Dark Age of Capital. As you reap, this so shall you sow. my so. punishment. Yep. Because I would, 
I would go in in character and taunt and make fun of these other players because we we're all playing a game together, and so I was like gamesmanship type stuff. But yeah, I, I was totally flippant and didn't treat them like human beings because it was all within the context of the game. What I didn't realize is that everything is within the context <laughs> of the game and that there is no real life mm-hmm. and there is no place where you interact with people with respect. There's just a place where you play games with people, and apparently that's all the internet is good for. That's right. So that has been okay, that has come well, back but, okay, to but, kick me in the ass tenfold in the last two months. Okay, well, winter. Okay, well, nuclear I want to say two more things. I want to say one. Yes, you know, I think that is you there are. There going to be a test on seeing, that? I don't. No. Um, okay, open note. One, I think that yes, you are seeing that. You know, you do understand a little bit more what they were doing, and you've done it yourself. But then, two, these are only certain kinds of people, and. We may unfortunately have to say these might be a majority of the people, but these are only certain types of people. This is not everyone. So don't oh, I know. feel... So I mean, I'm an optimist, which is... I'm so surprised by this behavior because I always, you know, expect the best out of people. And as soon as I interact with them, I'm like, oh, we'll give them another shot. Yeah, yeah, she cheated on me when, you know, because she thought it was okay to have sex with somebody she was in a play with. But uh, I'll forgive her. I mean, things happen. It's okay. <laughs> you know, I'm, okay, I'm that type well, of person. So, no, no, that's like, a separate it, thing. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go there yet, Russ. But that's <laughs> for a whole separate conversation. No, this is my take on that. No, that we're never going to. This have. is my take I'm, on I'm, on the whole business. Oh, okay. what, what's ahead. just been go explained for. is that somewhere in the world, right now, there is someone on this yeah. Wednesday evening doing a report that we'll call the ostrich commentary, and they're speaking right. with other people okay. right now, and there's someone who right now is saying, why can't I meet someone who's attractive, smart, and funny? And that, Russ, is the person that you're going to ultimately have to meet. It's Disney's Disney-like perspective. Who is that guy? Somewhere (laughs) out there, if love can see us through, then we'll be together. I just have to change my name to Fievel, and then I'll find somebody that's wrong. No, No, but actually, to be serious about it, though, I do think that there are more people, I mean, leaving the Disney part aside, (laughs) I do think that there are, I mean, the same thing, you know, I, I... you know, had had quite a time sort of going through dating and everything else, and then I finally found somebody wonderful like Clea. So it can happen. I mean, it's 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 a matter of of you know, even though Clea and I are not sort of the people who are stupid and goofy and go you know onto these internet things. And I mean, you know, we don't we manage to find each other, and I I think it, I'm completely <laughs> confident that it will happen with you as well. So you know, yes, leaving the Disney part aside, except for. Uh all of the arguments that go back to MepReport 11 as to why it is impossible to meet people as an adult because there's no more college and or graduate school and therefore you have to do things like go to bars, go yeah. to the supermarket, and go to J-Date. Yeah. Or go back and to school. And that makes yeah. it really fun. <laughs> cool, yeah. I guess. Yeah, right. Or go back to I'm going back to school. What are you going to major in? Relationships. <laughs> I'm going to get well, a master's no, in relationships. But I also said, <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, because remember I had said you could also go back to some of those acting or comedy classes and meet people too. That's right. Or yeah, there's, there's adult education classes that are great ways to meet people. Especially like cooking classes. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to like okay. risotto you know, cooking like, classes. I, I don't I don't really need this to be a self help thing. <laughs> I just sort of wanted to vent about insane people that made me into a supervillain. But already technology is having its revenge on the women of LA. Reported today in FARC News t- under the title Boob Job Ban in Space. I read you the article. Women with boob jobs may be banned from virgin space flights. Bosses fear the implants may expand and burst due to cabin pressure, according to the sun. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Women of L.A., you can play with me now, but you will never go to space. 
you will be stranded on Earth as punishment for your silly games and silly reactions on J-Date. I hope you're happy with yourselves. I will be coasting to Venus, and you will be sitting here lamenting your boobs. I win. Is That's that almost the kind of thing of I would come jobs? up with. I, I mean, I'm just assuming implants of any kind. Yep. Of any kind. Because they're like pressurized. Yeah. That's a bummer. Well, there you go. So much for space. Take that. Well. Boob job, women. I guess I'll have to go to space before I get my boob job. Yeah. That's usually the order. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. that's the kind of thing I would, okay, if I was a supervillain, I would totally be like, fine, you don't get to live in the future now, because all people who will be required to ride on spaceships and transit to the moon base and everything cannot have boob jobs. I don't jobs. know. And look what you do did. You, think, you just grounded yourself Do you think life. the boob job because women in the world desperately want to go on sure. virgin space flights, though? Am I missing something somewhere? Like, is that They will when it's popular, Greg. <laughs> when everyone else is wearing Ugg boots and flying to outer space, then they'll feel left out. We're going to create Take a hole in something I call... Stupid women. The ozone layer. Uh, that has already happened. Shit. This is Shit. so absurd. I can't believe that two months on J-Date have made me into, like, this woman-hating... It's just absurd. Like, I have so much respect for women, and I have, used to have so many good friends that were women, and now two, day, two months with this, like, insane service has turned me into this crazy, bitter... But Clea's right, though. But Clea's right, though. I mean, it these are not no regular sense. women. These are J-Date women. You know? Like, I mean... But wait a second, wait a second. Can I give... I want to give another bit of a. Uh, this is this is the advice that I want you to go on. Okay, right Roman now, numeral okay? E. Roman numeral E. Mm -hmm. All of that was all of that wasn't advice. That was just explanation. But this is what I think you should do. Okay. Because knowing you, Russ, this is a this is a temporary instance where you're not caring. You're feeling anger towards female gender. I think this is an optimal time for you to go out and date and have sex with as many women as you oh can. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my yes! god. Finally! I've been waiting for the go-ahead. I didn't think it was okay, but now the clear on, told me. Because once you get married, once oh, you get married, yeah. once you find that person, you get married, you never <laughs> get married, you might as well go out and sell your royal oats. This is the... And abuse this them! Is the most, because that's what they want. This is the most they evil advice have, I've Russ. ever heard they in my life. They want to be abused! I repudiate my wife's I own advice about this. Being a nice guy was retarded. Oh, nice guys finish Last oh, abuse, abuse, abuse. <laughs> I am becoming a super villain, a misogynistic super villain. <laughs> this is amazing. I feel power like no, I've never felt before. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. As a Shut woman, up, I woman. I'm on my way to being a misogynistic super villain. Way to go. And now that I have taken your advice, I have no need to listen to you ever again. Nice that. job, Clea. You, you've constructed Lex Luthor of the 21st century. Good job. No, no, that wasn't my point. My point is that... Is your man allowing you to speak, woman? Because this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Who authorized this? Is this allowed in Austria? <laughs> in Austria. My point is that now's the time to actually go out and have some fun. And I think that it's the 21st century. I don't think that you should look at the women as the victims because there's plenty of women out there that will want to just have one night stands with you. So go out, find them, and yes! have fun. This is... This is Clea, so this is, wrong. I'm so glad we had Clea on this. Did I mention that it was such a great <laughs> idea so wrong. to have Clea come back so today? Ways. I feel great. Evil. It's so I can wrong. revel in my evilness Evil. and not lament and feel badly and feel guilty. No. There, Just use it no. to my advantage. Many historians. It's all about take, yes. I live in that freaking Beverly Hills, for God's sake. Take advantage. 
kill and maim and destroy many and rape and pillage and ride off on the women. Many historians and prune the hedges of many small villages. What? Many historians date the beginning of the apocalypse to uh, March 29th, uh, 2006, when Clea advised <laughs> Russ to, quote, sow his royal oats. He took that rather literally. Skynet became self-aware on exactly. March 29th, 2006. By the time we knew what had happened, Clea was too late. Her advice had already gone through to everybody. Nuclear arsenal. Oh, Russ immediately goes furiously on internet message boards, informing men around the world of this new paradigm and interacting with women. Oh. No, I never said go out and rape. I just said go I out know. and have obviously, fun. Obviously, you didn't say that, and I wouldn't ascribe that to you. And if you did say that, right. then... The I would definitely... <laughs> would you people relax with the freaking language? What? <laughs> Are you speaking to me? <laughs> After all, I am Russ from episode 20, and this is absurd, and you all bow down immediately. For I control metal in all manners of metallic and magnetic forces, and I will destroy your buildings. Speaking of the bizarre women in LARP, I see some uh, similarities on the other side. I am Magneto. What they didn't tell you was that all Jews have the power of Magneto. We just have the restraint not to use it. You bastards. But now you push me over the edge, and I will be forced to trash your puny city. Oh, Passover will never be the same. Where is Mystique? Uh, I need my helicopter. Oh, Bring the helicopter, Mystique. We are going to plunder. Oh. The Jewish conspiracy is revealed. You will all die by my hand. Um, while, Ru while Magneto is finishing up, I just wanted to tell everyone that it actually has been a full hour, believe it or not, and... Uh, that's going to conclude <laughs> Rep Report 23. We'd like to apologize to those of you who are... We ride! Those of you who see some changes in the world, it's not our fault. And we want to thank you for listening. Please, please check with us next week. And in the meantime, thanks for emailing. Please send us emails and vote for us. Please save yourselves. We both suck. Dark Fire! Say goodbye, everybody, quickly. Another day